0: Welcome to the Limitless Healing Podcast where everyone is welcome to take a front row seat and listen in on inspiring conversations, stories of healing, and action steps to help you live your best life. My name is Colette Brown and I am passionate about all things wellness, mind, body, soul. Inspired by my own personal transformation from unwell and not knowing where to turn to thriving and flourishing and motivated to help you do the same. I share this platform with medical doctors, wellness practitioners, chronic illness survivors, meditation and mindfulness gurus, innovators of products from food to technology and more. Think of it as a one-stop shop for wellness resources where you can listen to professionals from around the world to help you thrive. Join me Mondays and Wednesdays while sipping a cup of tea or making your favorite meal as we explore the world of wellness together. This is the Limitless Healing Podcast. Hi and welcome. It is 2024 and we're underway into the new year and I don't know. It's really funny. I love even years. I don't know why. I've always loved even years. So it's 2024. This is... Setting my year up to be a fantastic one. We've talked the last couple of weeks about setting goals and how do we do that? I'm bringing on a beloved guest from the past, Caitlin Weiss, who is actually my sister. So, welcome, Caitlin.
1: Thanks for having me, Claude. I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) It's so good to be here with you. Always sharing space with you is just, it's a joy of mine. And to be able to talk about fitness. And that's one of my non-negotiables. I understand, though, when I talk to people and I share with them, it's my non-negotiable and that I work out from home. It's always, I get this kind of puzzled look sometimes because people don't always have the same dedication or ability to discipline themselves and do it from home. So I'm hoping that you can come on and give us a little psychology behind why is it so hard for people to stick to their fitness goals and goals in general? And then I think you've got a couple of tips for us as well as to how people can maintain their goals. So lead us into it, Caitlin.
1: That sounds great. Yeah. So it's really interesting. I talk with a lot of people that they set a new year goal and they want to lose like 30 pounds by whatever month, and they don't reach those goals. And I see the disappointment on their face when they're telling me. And so they're really hard on themselves. Mm -hmm. I try to encourage them that there are ways around that. And there's ways that we can change our thinking. And I would just like to preface that with saying, when we are setting up our new year's goals, let's just remember that we live in a society that is fast results. So we have have fast food, we have DoorDash, we have quick dieting plans to lose 30 pounds overnight. Whoever came up with that, I don't know. (laughs) exactly, But it's crazy stuff like that, how to make money fast. And we have all these things that are at our fingertips in this day and age. And so I feel like sometimes when we do set our goals, that honestly, we just get impatient with ourselves, like we should be able to Turn over and just lose all this weight or be able to eat better, which you'd know a lot about with what you do for your job. I try to help people see that there still is hope and that to be forgiving to ourselves and not be so hasty in trying to accomplish those goals overnight. Mm-hmm. But we should all practice the art of patience. And it's something that I feel like I miss sometimes. And a lot of people. They are just like desperate to know how they can lose all of this weight or to get stronger or whatever their goal is. And so I do, I have three tips for everybody today, and I hope that you guys can take it and use it into your new year. That first tip is going to be, how do we accomplish these new year's goals with exercise? The first one is to make it a realistic goal. So what I mean by a realistic goal is, for instance, if you said, I'm going to, like I said, 30 pounds, is the number we're sticking with. I want to lose 30 pounds in three weeks. Okay. Number one, that's not very realistic. And it's not very healthy for your body. You would be losing way too much muscle to begin with setting realistic goals and goals that you won't fail at. So if you're somebody who does not exercise very often, you want to be setting smaller goals, like maybe you'll exercise once this week. And should we be exercising more than once a week. Absolutely, but you need to set a small, achievable goal that's realistic. There's maybe- also
0: maybe taking the stairs instead of the elevator.
1: Exactly,
0: and maybe you can park a little bit farther away from yeah. the destination that you want to go to instead of trying to look for that front row parking spot. Those are good ways to do it. And and actually, and too, I I know in. I think it's a Japanese saying, but they say, if you just start something and say, I'm going to do it for five minutes during that five minutes, you realize that, Hey, I can do this. And then you actually go longer than five minutes. It's like, just start for five minutes and then you'll get into it a little bit more and say, yeah, I can do this.
1: Yeah. That is a really good tip. Yeah. Because we get into very habitual things. We Mm -hmm. do something, and then we can do it again. And we make habits out of bad things. Why can we not make habits out of good things? Parking far away, like you said, that's really important. So just making more motion. So we have like our structured exercise activity, and then we have non-exercise activity. And that could be like housework or just going for a walk with our dog, whatever it is, playing with kids. But that's also important to implement. And those are some other ways that we can reach our goals, just more movement. And then number two is we need to choose a time to work out and make it non-negotiable. So Mm -hmm. choosing, I'm going to work out this many times a week. And then second is to choose a day and a time if you can. I know it's really hard sometimes to have that structured time, but yeah. what is really important is that you realize that you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your family to show up for yourself and be healthier by exercising. And so choosing a time like it is a doctor's appointment. And when I sit down with somebody and they're trying to meet their goals, I talk about you need to set a time like you have to get to the doctor. Yep. And it's the most important appointment ever. And so really what we tell ourselves rather than putting it aside, oh, it's just an appointment with myself or I'm working out at home. There's nobody else around. Nobody will know if I actually make that appointment or not. You're setting yourself up for failure and you're not going to reach those goals.
0: I, I know for myself, I have to do it first thing in the morning. And mm-hmm. I I get up, I do some meditation. I Work out. Like that is the order in which it goes because I know that once my daughter's up and getting ready for school and asking things of me, and then my work day gets underway. I just I it gets overwhelming. And then before you know it, you look up and it's nighttime and you're either too tired or it's too close to bedtime. You don't want want to get your body riled up before bed. I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Is it bad to work out before bed? I've heard conflicting information about that. So do you have any opinion on that?
1: That can, that's an interesting question. It can be really controversial for some people. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have a choice. Like they work, they start in a later morning shift and then they work till seven o'clock at night. And so the only time they have is eight o'clock. And so in that case, I would say, yes, you should exercise because otherwise you probably won't get it in. It works for your routine. But then just an hour or two hours after exercise, you just have to have a calming time after you're done exercising, just in general, doing box breathing, inhale, inhaling for four seconds, exhaling for four seconds, calming down the central nervous system. So it really depends on your schedule and what works for you too.
0: That's great advice. Okay. So non-negotiable timeframe. And then by the way, to go back to your earlier point, Mm -hmm. try to set it up. And if for some reason you don't hit it, don't beat yourself up. Just say, Mm -hmm. you know what, today was just one of those days. And, and I'm going to get in 10 minutes of walking, or I'm going to do jumping jacks for five minutes or whatever it is, like just Mm -hmm. do a little something. And because everybody sits on their phone for at least five minutes a day, and instead of sitting Mm -hmm. on your phone, you could be moving your body.
1: Yes. So yeah, it's so important to, While we want to be serious about reaching our goals and being like, okay, I need to get this exercise in today for however many minutes, even if it's five minutes, setting that habit. And then if you don't reach that goal, if you don't reach it for that day or that week, don't get so down on yourself. That's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up because if we get down on ourselves, it spreads negativity throughout and we can't accomplish things if we're going to be like, oh man, I missed it again. I know I'm no good.
0: Would you tell somebody that you love? oh, you're a horrible person. You missed your workout. No, you'd say, hey, you know what? It's okay. Just yeah. You'll do it tomorrow or do a little bit today anyway. So right. yeah, Exactly. Self-love.
1: And everybody's life is different. We're all busy in our own way. And if you're that mom out there that feels bogged down by, I am never going to be able to get this exercise in. My family needs me. My family needs me. Have some grace and mercy on yourself, please. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and you'll be doing others a favor. And whoever else is out there that's busy, fill in the blank, but you know what you need to do to get your exercise in.
0: Yeah, I love it. Which takes me to my
1: third point mark your progress and share your progress with others. Mm. So, a lot of times people like to do this in the form of telling their spouse, telling their partner, hey, I made my goal of one day of exercise a week, or maybe it's a huge goal. Hey, I just, I squatted or I bench pressed 300 pounds. Oh my word. That's amazing. So you're sharing and you're telling and you're sharing that excitement with other people. And they, not only do they get excited for you, but you build yourself up by saying, look what I did. You need to share your success with others. And some people do that in the form of social media. Some people do that at the gym when they like <laughs> whatever exercise they're doing, they look over to make sure that you saw that too, whatever <laughs> it is, which is funny, but Hey, we all have a way of expressing how excited we get about reaching our goals. So what is it for you? And um, how do you do that? How do we share that with others? And so you can get a journal and document, I did this X, Y, and Z, or some people don't even like to document that they've made successes, like how many pounds they've lost. They just know that they feel better, they're stronger, their clothes are a little bit looser, Mm -hmm. their shirt is bulging because their muscles are popping. (laughs) (laughs) There's just different goals. Everybody has different goals and yourself better than anybody else. So just navigate around that point and just try to work the best with yourself in that way.
0: And by the way, when you're sharing as well, you're also encouraging other people because maybe for some reason they've fallen off the bandwagon and they might say, Hey, you know what? Accountability buddy, would you mind sharing that more with me? And I'll share when I'm working out and you can keep each other on track. So it's also inspiring for others when you're sharing your journey, because we all have the same issues of time and and that motivation and perseverance to do something that's hard. So the more we do it, just like working a muscle, the easier it gets. So
1: what do you do from with yourself? So working out at home, do you feel like you need to share that with somebody else or what do you do personally?
0: I think because I'm, I'm on social media a lot and my daughter's me working out. They roll their eyes sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't want to see you working out. But I can also say to that point that it's good for your family to see you because they pick up the habits that you have. So if I can impart a good workout ethic into my children, that's something that they can do. It's good for your mental health, your physical health and it plays into their grades and your performance at work and your personal relationships. It just goes on and on. It's uh, Everything's connected and affects something else. So I would say that's probably where, where I share about it the most. And I have people ask me all the time, what do you do? But I do get surprise looks when I tell them I work out from home and I have a little over the door TRX machine. Very nice. And that is just such a simple device. I think it was $40 on Amazon and I put it over a door and close the door. And then I'm suspended when I'm doing different exercises. And I can tell you that I feel like I'm fit. And then I do the TRX and I'm sore the next day (laughs) and it's only body weight. And, yeah, and I do work out with weights like three times a week at least. I'll use weights resistant training. I stretch every single day. We did a workout together when we were together in Washington, and that was really good. And it's very meditative, too, right? When <laughs> yeah. you get into a workout, you're like singularly focused on working out and it's something new. And
1: yeah, it was it fun. Yeah, that was, I always enjoy exercising with you whenever we get a chance, but we laugh and whenever, and usually it's a hit exercise. So we're, by the time you're at the end of that exercise, you're pretty much dying.
0: So it It
1: was a blast. I loved it.
0: Yes. And I felt really good that my, our, my younger sister, your older sister, Allison couldn't keep up with us for whatever reason, I don't remember. And it made me feel pretty good that you know what? That's right. <laughs> I'm not doing too bad for being the older sister.
1: <laughs> no, you're not. I kept looking over you were going and everybody else was dropping like flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. So it was, it was fun. Uh, That's
1: an important thing too, like you mentioned. It's good to have fun with exercise. Yeah. Some people I hear all the time, I really don't enjoy exercise at all. That's okay, but why not? And what could you enjoy while you do exercise? Cause you listen to a podcast. Could you jam out to your favorite playlist? There's all these things that we can do to actually make exercise fun. It doesn't have to be redundant and boring. You can walk with a friend or grab a workout buddy. So making it work and fit in your life or grab a couple of sisters and yeah. <laughs> your workout. But yeah, I promise that you'll want to reach those goals more. If you make it a little more fun. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's it's such a great, for, who knows? <laughs> it's, it's great advice. And and there's sometimes people don't, they don't have the financial means to go to a gym. And again, you don't need to. I, I don't, I don't want to drive in the traffic. Um, I don't want to spend my time to and from. And for me, I know that if I had to commit to going to a gym, I probably wouldn't do it as much as if I was just working out from home. So for me, that's what works. So find what works for you and dig in. Make a commitment. If you fall off, just like Caitlin said, don't beat yourself up. Just get back on either later in the day or the next day and have accountability, have somebody that you can share it with and, and try something new. And maybe it is going and joining a gym or joining a class that might help motivate you, but find what it is and that will help you stick to your goals. Is there anything else, Caitlin, that you want to impart today?
1: I would say if you're not really prone to wanting to go to a gym or a workout facility or whatever, I do post, I'm working on posting some more videos on Instagram of just like at home exercises that you can implement in your new year.
0: And Man. so I will
1: be continuing to work on that. So you can grab some of those exercises and maybe some that you've seen before or some that you don't have no idea what they are and just use some of those exercises. Cause it's free and just, go on and watch the
0: videos. Yeah. I love Mm it. And something I want to share that, that I think it's important because with every decision that we make, we're either making an investment in our future Mm -hmm. or we're taking away from our future. So when the going gets rough, just think about that. Are you making that deposit to your future or not? And that might motivate you too. So we're talking about physical fitness right now, but you can apply that to financial or personal, but tell us what you struggle with. Caitlin is a really good resource. You can find her on Instagram at farm fit girl. Yes. And you can see her tips and what she's doing. You can ask her questions. You can ask me questions. You can comment on anything that we're doing together and really whatever it is that you need help with, we're here for you. So please reach out. It's always great to have you on and you'll be back. You're a regular. (laughs) so (laughs) Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, be well. You just finished another episode of Limitless Healing, where we dive into all things wellness. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with your friends and family. Together, we can plant seeds of hope that leads to transformation in our lives and the lives of those we love let's get healthy together